Back in March of this year, you might remember, Oprah Winfrey interviewed former Prince Harry. I think he's former Prince Harry now, right? Former Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan. It was a major television event, and it generated a lot of chat in the press and all over social media. Harry and Meghan chose Oprah to share their story, and everyone heard about it and talked about it for the days and weeks afterward. Later on, in November, the singer Adele shared her own life story with Oprah, and it was a major television event. I, of course, watched neither of these. (laughs) 60 Minutes consistently shares interviews with famous and influential people each week, such as Bill Gates or Elon Musk, the President of the United States, popular athletes and newsmakers who want to share their sides of stories with the national public. Those who have influence have outlets to get their message out. And it's hard not to know what Ryan Reynolds had for breakfast, what Mark Zuckerberg is up to these days, or how your favorite contestant on The Masked Singer is doing. We live in a world where information is plentiful and popular and powerful people are always, it seems, in our faces. So, when the greatest news ever to happen on this earth occurred over 2,000 years ago, and God had a message to share with the world, you would think that he would avail himself of the most sought-after outlets possible. After all, we know that more Americans get their news from ABC News than from any other news source. They tell us so. Our gospel begins by listing certain powerful men who could share a message with the entire known world of their time. People like Quirinius, the governor of Syria, or even Caesar himself. However, it is not to any of these guys that God shares the initial message of the birth of the Savior. In fact, it's not even to local leaders in the tiny town of Bethlehem that he does it. Rather, it's to certain shepherds, already considered unimportant and in some cases even sketchy, that the angels appear. Why did God do this? Why didn't he find the first century equivalent of Oprah or Anderson Cooper and have a primetime special event? In fact, this is the same way that Jesus shared his message when he began his public ministry. He spoke to the poor, to the outcast, to people who had little to no influence, and he told them great things about the love and the compassion of God. You would think that this message would be better shared on larger social networks rather than the word-of-mouth, person-to-person style that we've seen. Even today in the church, we have meetings every week. We stress to find the flashiest and most eye-catching ways to get people to come here when that has never been God's style, even with the announcement of his greatest works. So what is the message here? What are we to learn and take away from the message of the angels to the simple insignificant shepherds that night long ago. 
Well, this is what I think the lesson is. There are no unimportant people to God. None. Bethlehem was a tiny hamlet in a backwater part of a remote province in the Roman Empire. Not exactly where you'd expect to find the powerful or influential. However, this is where Jesus was born. This is where the word made flesh took his first breaths. It is where human beings encountered God in a very ordinary, if not conventional way. In that stable, in that feeding trough of a manger, the Lord God Almighty cried and cooed for the first time. And Mary and Joseph, the shepherds, and even the animals looked upon his face. And they smiled, as we all do when we encounter a newborn. These simple shepherds, with no power or influence, they are the ones who hear that first Christmas message, that first gospel. And then they are the ones who are entrusted with the task of sharing it. Not governors, not religious leaders or emperors, not even Oprah. Just simple people like you and me. The message of that Christmas announcement that we hear again today is that you matter to God. There are no unimportant people. And as it has from that very first night, the message of God's love for his world is now entrusted to you and me. so that we can share it with others. Don't worry about calling Oprah or CBS. That's not how this works. Instead, share this message with those closest to you first. Let those who encounter you in everyday, ordinary moments know that God loves you and he loves them. Let them know that they matter and that they are important to God. Jesus came to save them. It is in these everyday moments that real love, true love, is experienced. It is in the simple handing on of the good news that the gospel has spread through the centuries, all over the world. And it is why you and I are here now. This Christmas, please, Look around at those around you, starting right now. Look around at them and love those people. Remember that they matter to God and that they are so important, just like you. Jesus loves you. And that's the best news of all. Let's start talking about that.